0: Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele,
1: Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. And special guest, Alyssa Mann, the Queen of Romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls! So I've learned that... I'm not a huge fan of the ballet. But there are
2: good things about the ballet. But there are definitely
1: good things. My cousin Joan asked me a couple of months ago if I would go to the ballet with her. And I said, okay. And we went to the ballet, the Oklahoma City Ballet last night. Well, I'm probably the clumsiest person you'll ever meet in your life. I don't have a graceful bone in my body. So as a child, I did not do ballet like all the pr- other pretty little girls. It just didn't happen. Did you take I, ballet, Alyssa? Would you be
0: surprised to know that I really wanted to be in ballet?
1: <laughs> See, most little girls did, but I was like the totally
0: opposite of most other little girls. I wanted to be Captain Kirk. We did not have the money for ballet, so instead I played softball. One year, there weren't enough gr- girls for a softball team, so I played on the boys' team. So I had to do the opposite of ballet. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> mm. I was in gymnastics for a while.
1: See, you—you really? you mm-hmm. were already beat me in the graceful department. So, well, but, I didn't say I was graceful. <laughs> but here's what yeah. I did find out: I did find out that I enjoy the ballet for one reason. What's that? I really love watching men's almost bare asses and legs covered in shiny material.
2: You like the shiny asses.
1: I do. You
2: wanted to bite those shiny asses. The didn't you? the men, yes. I, mm. I was kind
1: of looking at the girls don't have that bulbous round bottom like them like the male <laughs> the, like the male ballet dancers they do. They had some bubble butts is that Yeah. Say? So and then I then I got to thinking really the only reason I have ever taken an interest in any kind of sport has to do with the tightness of the pants. Mm-hmm. Yep. I
0: because. agree.
1: Which is why, maybe that's why I really ne- never got into basketball. Because they wear shorts. Yeah. You can't see their You asses. can't see that outline, the definition now, football, of the ass. You can, you
2: can see some nice ass, football asses
0: on the field Yeah, I did. Yeah, I while. did watch There's a few There's some of them that you don't really want to look asses. at too much.
2: Yeah. But then every once in a while you get one you're like, mm-hmm.
0: Okay, but I want to talk about baseball asses. Oh. The best one. <laughs> baseball asses are
2: not bad, although you don't really have to be in great
1: shape to play baseball. But a
0: lot of them are, like, because unless you're a pitcher, because then they'll give you a designated runner. I don't even want to talk about designated runners. But unless you're a pitcher, or catcher. Usually, you're doing you're running yourself, and so you do have to have some leg muscles to sprint ninety feet. Look, there's some good asses in baseball because yeah. that's the only sport I watch.
2: Well, I don't watch any of them. There's some. I will have to say that there are some nice-looking baseball guys, from what I can think of. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know ha- what I- it is about baseball I guys but I've leave. always thought that they, they were of like guys off the top of my.
1: Head. I've always I thought think that, that baseball they would have guys to be good-looking because honestly, watching professional baseball is probably the most bored I ever was in my life. Well, that's why How you watch very
0: it. Very dare you.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You watch it for the. It's okay. Lots of people well, don't there's like certain... baseball. I'm I'm really weird with my sports because baseball. I'd rather watch that in person than on TV. That's fair. On TV, I think it's kind of boring, but in person, there's a lot of interaction with the crowd, and there's just something about going to the baseball field and watching the game, mm-hmm. and like eating your peanuts. You know what happened to me the very first time I went to a professional baseball game? What? What
1: happened? I, I took my purse, of course. Sure. And inside my purse was a book. And you when read things, a book. And when things started to get kind of dull, which was, oh, I don't know, pretty much right away, I discreetly took my book out of my purse and started reading. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, Ron got so <laughs> pissed off. Oh, my God, he was mad at me. Put that
2: away. I did fall <laughs> I asleep
1: said, at why? a race. I said, why, there's nothing race. going on. Nobody's hitting anything. It's really boring. <laughs> that helped. <laughs> I'm and then sure Co- that helped. And then, and then Connie said, I tell you what. We'll make a game of it. We'll do some betting on the players. You should have made it a drinking game. It, <laughs> and that'll keep it interesting. Well, we did that too. So oh, okay. I, say, I, made it through. I So I read a book at a professional list. baseball game and got in trouble for it. So that's my sports story.
2: That's a good sports story. Thanks. I fell asleep at a NASCAR race. God damn. How could
1: you? Are you It's deaf? so loud
2: there. <laughs> the smell of the exhaust. I can tell from television alone. that it's loud there. The lull of the cars. Okay. Lull? Loud. Jimmy, she a had something in
0: common with her deaf dog.
2: <laughs> I'm more likely to go to sleep when it's very very noisy than when it's dead quiet. Can
0: we switch, please? <laughs> Cuz there's a loud fan in my house right now and I want to switch you. That would probably make me sleep. <laughs> Let's trade apartments. I'm living in my
2: house. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Water damage, you'll do it every time. I mean, I know your kitchen is bigger, but I like my big-ass bathroom, okay? <laughs> so you'll notice that we're missing someone today. We are. Damn it. This is the second
1: weekend that we've had trouble getting Nicole in.
0: Nicole, I miss you. She has
1: had um, She's had a little bit of a shift in her job responsibilities, so she's been super busy. And last week... Um, we couldn't get her because of a combination of that. She was helping her dad with an auction because her dad's an, her, her stepdad's an auctioneer. Huh. So she was helping him with that last week. And then this week, I couldn't do Sunday morning. Well, nobody could do Sunday morning because it's, it's Easter. Easter. Mm-hmm. But Friday night, I went to the ballet. And I've been on the list to go to the ballet with my cousin Joan for like three weeks. So I couldn't bail out on that. So we sort of had to... So we did Saturday night recording and then I was going to get Kayla to come so we could have a fourth. But Kayla's getting her hair done tonight. Oh,
0: and some things are just important. So That's way more important than this.
1: It's just <laughs> us three. It's weird because, you know, we started out as three book yeah. girls. I mean, we are three book girls. So yeah. So we're still okay. But we're in that odd because we're hardly ever just three of us.
2: <laughs> yeah. We started out, we were three all the time with an occasional guest. And now we have guests all the time.
1: Yep. It's because we're awesome, that's why.
2: Oh, speaking of that. We need to talk about our our world tour. Our virtual world tour. We
1: have, oh, man, a ton of submissions for that. It's uh-huh. so exciting. It is. We're trying to get around to respond, responding to all of you. We will...
0: Eventually, get our crap yeah. together for that. We have
2: two new ones, Alyssa. If you, Yay. sometime when you have time, you need to just come over to my apartment and you can listen.
0: I mean, I don't know how to explain to you that the answer is almost all the time because I'm always there. Well, so am I. So except just next just week, a text. I'm going to fucking Nebraska anyway. Fun, fun, fun. Nebraska. So anyway,
1: um, we have chosen um, some of the best submissions. And there are at least seven of them. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take us a little while to get to everyone. Uh Um, So over the next few months or so, we're going to try to do at least one a month. Uh And then, of course, I'm going to be going on vacation and doing all that stuff. So stay patient. And uh, of course, you can still
0: apply. Yes, please keep yeah. applying. We want to hear from all of you. And as we as we, we get love your better, reviews.
1: as we get better at um, at doing it, then we'll probably do more.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: for starters, we'll probably have to go slowly so that we can get all the bugs worked out.
0: There's going to be a right. learning curve for sure. Of course, there will Obviously. be.
2: There's always a learning curve when it comes to us. It seems like. Yes. <laughs> so if you still want to <laughs> apply, we'll
1: still take your application. Just know that you're. It's going to be a little while till we get to you. You can go apply at our website, threebookgirls dot and just fill out the form and leave us a an MP three file.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, yep. To be on the show.
0: <laughs> Speaking of learning curve. Live event coming up for That's us right. Yes, This will be our like third one. Like we have
2: two weeks. Wait, oh my two God. weeks? Holy. What? I think wow. so. Well, today's the 20th. I got to start advertising. Today's the 20th, so Holy we only have like crap. another.
0: I just got a little stressed out. <laughs> yeah. In my heart.
1: Well, this is our third time. Yes. For our live mm-hmm. event at Full Circle Books, and we are welcoming back Valley. Elk Valley Brewing Company. Um, I think we're going to do another Facebook video with him.
2: We need to. Yep. You know what we need to do this time,
1: though? Do some beer tasting. So anyway, we want to remind everybody to be sure to come on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Uh, at 7 p.m. at Full Circle Books. We had a pretty full house the last time. So there were a lot of people that were coming in and there was no place to sit. Hopefully, we will have worked some of that out. We're trying to make it so that we can fit more people in there. Mm-hmm. So be patient with us on that. We really would like to see you. And maybe we'll do an after party.
2: Yeah. We had an after
0: party last time. Yeah, we yeah, did. We
2: did. And we, just FYI, if you're not a beer drinker, um, they do serve uh, wine and champagne. Some of and us prefer regular, to get drunk on that. Yep. Regular <laughs> drinks and food at Full Circles, too. So, Or if you just want to get high on life and books, yeah. come see us. Get high we'll on accommodate paper. Ya. I mean, but, this is 420. Come get high with us.
1: Today's 420. We're recording on... No, is it? Today's yes, four... it is. Today's 420. 420. Where the hell
2: are my edibles? Is
1: it? It is. Yeah. My son works in the pot industry, and he, this is his Super Bowl. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yep, today is his Super Bowl. Today is his Black Friday. Yep.
1: <laughs> it's legal here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. in case you're wondering.
2: For medical um, purposes. For medical
1: purposes. So he works in a d- medical dispensary. He does. Yeah.
0: So the books we are reviewing this time at our live event are Going Postal by Terry Pratchett. Woo! Who's that?
1: I don't know who would be reviewing that one. Who
0: would
2: do that? Let's
0: think. I think it's Martha. (laughs) It's Martha. Uh,
2: The Princess Diarist by Carrie Fisher. A nonfiction. So who do you think would be doing that?
0: Mm. Mm. Bonnie. Bonnie. (laughs) The Island of Sea Women by Lisa C. And that's Nicole's pick. That's Nicole's book. Mm -hmm. Cape May by Chip Cheek. And that's Kayla's pick. And then discovery of witches by Deborah Harkness the red-headed wench Jessica chose that one and the hating game by Sally Thorne that would be you and that would be me because it's a romance so we've got a really good lineup Different from our last one. We yeah, always pick so a good spread of stuff. Yeah, You're going to get a totally different experience at this one.
1: Something for everyone. And I'm mm-hmm. sure Alyssa and I will take a little jaunt over to the bookstore
2: mm-hmm. and
1: do some Facebook live videos. And hopefully, well, I mean, if we do it on a Saturday, we can take Bonnie with us too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: We did, we or did, did d- it last If you time. do it late enough at night, you can take me with you. Oh, well, we did it at lunch. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because we were there. We sneaked away mm-hmm. for lunchtime and went and shot our it's Facebook. It's just so video. hard
0: with me with my work schedule. I know. They have so good hard. chicken salad, by the way, they for do. those who come to the event. They have great chicken salad. I don't think they serve that chicken
1: salad at night, though.
0: Do they not? No. No, makes they makes have the pre-made salad. They have some of
1: the stuff in the cases, but they yeah. don't serve. They have a few a full of the meal pre-made at night.
0: salads. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> sorry, buddy. It's okay. I'll just have to go and have lunch with you. Yay! And eat chicken salad. <laughs>
1: Nicole was very put out when I suggested last time that I asked her to go with. And she insisted that I did not. But I put that out to everybody. And she's like, Well, you didn't ask me to go lunch? I said, Well, it wasn't specifically to lunch, it was to go do the video. And we just happened to have lunch while we were there. Oh, well, I didn't know there was lunch involved.
2: Like, well damn it, next
1: time come with
2: us. Just FYI. Whenever Martha asks you if you want to do something, there's usually food involved somewhere before or after. There's
1: always food involved
2: before
0: or after. That like is today true. she
2: came over to my house. We were gonna do a few things and of course we ordered in some Panera. And it was delicious.
0: We did. I finally got food in my stomach. So good.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we're important. all set and ready to do this.
1: We're raring. We are here and today. Ready to go. Yes. We're awake. We're Are you awake? I'm awake. I'm wired. My Starbucks is not quite
2: consumed yet, but uh, I'm getting close.
0: You're almost Vonnie has I
2: sucked mine down pretty fast.
0: She's demolished hers and she's got green tea in front of her.
2: Sheesh. I am double fisting caffeinating, it today. Caffeinating, caffeinating. <laughs> I need to. Man, I was so tired at I was. I fell asleep watching Deadliest Catch because Deadliest Catch is on Hulu. <laughs> oh
0: my God, any you know,
1: woman and her freaking sea shanty! You know how I love fetish. love them fishermen.
0: We watch need very to get different and, reality television. We need to
1: get Bonnie some hairy-ass fisherman <laughs> over not up in here. hairy.
2: I always think about the beard.
1: You know, you get the big old beard.
2: No, I'm and not. And those New
1: England fishermen.
2: I'm not. They know. all have beards. They for do for sure. Yes. Because you've got to cover that so you can stay warm. Now, listen, I didn't say I necessarily wanted to, like, date them. I just am infatuated with them. I just want to be friends and hang out with them.
1: Right. Friends. Okay. I want to be
2: friends. (laughs) Don't believe you. That's the air quotes going on there. (laughs) Well, you know, they they usually have big fingers. (laughs)
1: Oh. (laughs) that already
0: smell
1: like fish? (laughs) Oh, that was terrible. I can't believe I just said that. Oh,
2: I'm a horrible person. They're a little rough around the edges. (laughs) Kind of like it that way. (laughs) Ribbed for her pleasure.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So, anyways,
2: (laughs) shall we transition into books now? Yes, because I read something that had nothing to do with fishermen. Okay. In fact, completely opposite, because I. What is the
0: opposite of (laughs) fishermen? Ballet? (laughs) (laughs) You read about the ballet? ballet. (laughs) No, the opposite
2: of fishermen would be
0: space. Oh, space. I still think it's ballet, but Low okay. Final, final Frontier. Frontier. Uh, Jinx to you both, right?
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How nerdy are we that we both said that at the same time? So I actually had checked this book out and read it when I was looking for something for the live event, because I kind of wanted to go s- with something with, to go with our May the Fourth Be With You kind of thing. The whole because, spacey
0: thing.
2: Yeah, I'm a dork, and... I like to do stuff like that, so I read this one called *Old Man's War*. Did not pick it for the podcast, and you will find out in just seconds because I'm trying. I was going to gonna say, and there's something else to this story because it's not on the list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a reason she didn't pick it.
2: <laughs> I read *Old Man's War* by John Scalzi, and the reason why I did not pick this for the Live event is because I did not really like it. Now that you say John Scalzi, I've read him.
1: Have you? Yes, I actually have, and and I've that he's had a couple of really good ones. He wrote Red
2: Shirts, which I really liked. Now, see, this would I would think that okay, <clears throat> but go Somebody ahead. Somebody who likes books like this would probably like this better than me. But I am not much of a sci-fi fantasy reader. But and... it's good to be outside your box sometimes. Right. And sometimes I do like books like that, but this just was not one of them. So tell us why. Okay. So what this book is about is it's set in a time period in the future. And when you join the army, you join the army later in life. They don't even take people into the army before they're like 70 or something like that. So, and when you join the army, you basically give up your life as a human. Like you have no identity. You can't own anything. You can't, I mean, you're basically dead. Mm-hmm. But the trade off for it is like quote unquote immortality, kind of, because they rejuvenate you so. You have all your experiences as a 75-year-old or a 70-year-old, and they, like, transfor- They transport it into you-, you as 20. They, like, create a new you. Mm-hmm. So, like, at one point, you have two bodies. You have the 75-year-old body and the 20-year-old body that they've created that's you, younger, but you're not quite human. You have like nanobots in your blood and like you have like what they call smart blood. So it's like, yeah, it's it's very strange and it was hard for me to wrap my head around it. And And I, it just sounds,
1: I mean, if it hadn't been for some of the other stuff that you told me about it, I probably would be all over this book because... This is the kind of stuff that my weird, nerdy little heart loves.
2: Yeah.
0: Can they infinitely reincarnate people then?
2: Probably. Yeah, because they... Okay. I mean, there's some cloning involved in it. But anyway, so they take all of these elderly, very mature people. They put them in 20-year-old bodies and basically let them run wild with their 20-year-old selves for like two weeks before they have to go to, like, boot camp. hmm So, like, all these 75-year-olds who, you know, have had arthritis and aches and pains and low sex drive, all of a sudden they're 20 again.
0: That's not good, is it?
2: And so everybody <laughs> is having sex with everybody. Everybody's Yay! wilding. Yeah. And then what they're training for is there's colonies of people on other planets, and they have to defend the colonists against the aliens. And there's a lot of, and you have to sign up for a ten year stint in the armed forces for a trade off for immortal life, and then you can live on one of the colonies forever because you can never die now. But um, if you make it through your ten years of fighting these robot or aliens which a lot of people do not. There's a high So basically you got to live your whole life and then um
1: they give you the choice of going to nearly certain death, but if you make it through, you're going to be 20 again. You're going to be 20 forever. Forever. And oh, you can live on a
2: colony. I don't want to be 20 forever.
1: Yeah. What could possibly go wrong, Bonnie? Bonnie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean this I mean this book was quirky and there was like some really good fun parts about it. Um it had a lot of religious aspects in it that I didn't really care for. Um But the whole Yeah, okay, alien... you lost me
1: there. I'm I'm I am i i do not do religion, so yeah. I'm out. Like, and for that reason, I'm out, yeah. as I would say on Shark Tank. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
2: but I think that if you um, are a little bit of a religious person, because there's not a lot of religion in it, but still enough that it was a little off-putting for me, and you like science fiction ridiculousness, I think that you would probably like this book. I love science fiction ridiculousness, but I do not like the religion aspect, so. I did not like this book because I don't like science fiction, spacey I was say,
1: ridiculousness, uh, it's
0: far outside the box.
1: There. Sort of like you know, you you look at a, a food that looks delicious, and you've eaten it before, and you know you are not going to like it, but, but it looks so it good, so you decide to try it anyway,
0: and then you discover you really hate it. I- about mushrooms?
2: Yeah. yeah, this was a really short book, and it still took me two weeks to read it because Whoa. I just didn't like it. Didn't it you told me
0: about it last week. It was only an <laughs> yeah. eight-hour
2: book, and it took me two weeks to read it, which yeah. is pretty. I stopped and read in a whole other book in between it, and yeah. I might have read two books in between it. Well, <laughs> I guess, yeah. And I had I had to crack down and make myself. This read is the why rest Nicole refuses it.
1: to read. Uh, things for um for our themes because <laughs> she knows she's not going to be able yeah. to do it well for stuff she doesn't want to read
0: I, find, I mean that's fair like yeah. i'm i'm at a when point when we do our october
1: like, thing she hates to participate in our horror novel thing because yeah. she doesn't do horror novels
0: see but with horror for me i'm like there could be romance and that will be fine yeah. and there's sometimes <laughs> That'll that get you me find through it or there's a lot of horror classics and i live classics yeah. but i could see yeah. if you're not into horror at all that'd be a hard
2: month yeah mm. be but a sometimes hard month you to live find through. one that you really really like like i don't like spacey ridiculousness but i love um hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yeah so you see every once in a while and that's you a book of a need... lot of nonsense yeah right. i don't like you terry do to try it
1: sometimes just to see i, I don't, mean, don't you like might... terry
2: pratchett but i liked that one book by terry pratchett i can't remember good which omens. one it was good omens mm-hmm. by terry pratchett yep. But then I went to try to go read more of Terry Pratchett and I was like, what the hell is this shit?
0: Hey. I bet it what? was the t- I bet for you it was the tempering with Neil Gaiman. Yeah, Neil Gaiman yeah, is he's on that one. Yeah. So it's still half Terry Pratchett yeah. though. So that's why I will try
2: books that are outside my comfort zone, just because sometimes you don't know until you try it. Very true. I mean, you have to be open minded. You gotta try everything. Occasionally, time. yes. Just yes, read a book,
0: yeah. Nicole reviewed on the podcast and I loved it. And it's something that I would never pick up by myself. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. A plus for finishing it.
2: Thank you. It was difficult. It was very difficult. But like I said, only because it's me not liking the specific genre that I picked. But that was called Old Man's War by John Scalzi. And um, if you are into that kind of thing, maybe try it. If you're a historical fiction nerd like me, maybe don't try this book.
1: Right. So what was the book that Nicole suggested to you that you that you liked?
0: No Exit by... Oh, by Taylor by Adams. By Taylor Adams. Um, I was very stressed the whole time I read it. I stayed up till midnight and I read half of it. And then I finished it the next day because I, I had to know what happened. And I read, like, I can get into thrillers sometimes, mm-hmm. but I mean, to... Have that much suspense through an entire book is very hard, especially because I have a tendency to lose interest in things. Oh, so it really and was it good. Was she really good. She reviewed that. She on reviewed it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wow, that sounds good. And so she loaned it to me, and it it was amazing. There's zero percent romance in it. <laughs> wow. To be fair, I read a bunch of stuff that has zero percent romance yeah, you in it, do. but like this was, this was really good. And I was, I thought I'd like it, but I mean, I haven't. Shot, I haven't shotgunned it. a boat like that in a while, but I did, I'm not reviewing that this week.
1: <laughs> you get something else in your pocket over I there. do.
0: So this week I am reviewing Firetrucks, Garter Belts, and My Perfect Ex by Heather Novak. Yay! And it is not out as of today, but it will be out on April 22nd. So we get a preview. We do. A little preview today. <laughs> the name of the first book in the series is Headlights, Dipsticks, and My Ex's Brother, there we go. That's is this the name of the is book? Is this someone you're friends with? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So this second book, um, it focuses on Vera and she is a porn star for a living, and Jack, who is a firefighter from her hometown, and so Vera has had a health scare, and it is very similar. It's related to the way her mother died. Her mother died of breast cancer, and so she's had a scare, and there was a lump in her breast, and so. They took it out, but she's been really rattled, and so she decides to take up her mother's bucket list, um, which she left behind after she died in one of her journals. And so a lot of parts of the bucket list involve their hometown in Michigan. It's called Grenadine. Sadly, it's not real, but it sounds adorable. Like the syrup. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet and um, red. She goes, there's a bunch of things she used to do. She's supposed to take a picture at sunset, um, standing on top of the water tower. She's to take a picture with her hair dyed the same red as the cherry on the Welcome to Grenadine sign because the eye is the shape of a cherry. But so, unfortunately for her coming back, um, her ex is there. <laughs> and she still maybe might have feelings for him because when she left, um, they kind of, ha- they had a big fight and then she left and went off to California and became one of the most successful porn stars of all time and co-founded the, f- a female led porn company and it's one of like the most successful in the world. It's pretty cool. So she comes back. She's like, well, maybe I won't see him as though she's not going to see him. Because um, this is a very small town, I don't know how many people live in it, but uh, the answer is not a lot. <laughs> so what? you're obviously gonna see. Yeah, them. like maybe it's one of those towns where it's like this must be under ten thousand people. Like you're oh, gonna well, see everyone. The,
1: the town I grew up in has less than fifteen hundred people in it.
2: Yeah. yeah, I lived in a town like that for yeah. a while. Yep, oh. small. My
1: small graduating town. class was fifty-one.
0: Wow. Yeah. That was not my graduating class. (laughs) Mine was 400. Yeah. So she comes home and she's like, maybe I won't see him. He's like the second person she sees. Of course he is. One of the first persons she sees. So when she gets into town, she tries to keep a really low profile because um, this is a small rural town. And if you don't really know Michigan, Michigan is one of those places where um, all the cities are really liberal but the rest is still very, very conservative. And so this town, because she's the only famous person from there, is not a huge fan of the fact that the only person they're famous for is, is, a, porn porn is a porn star. Oh. And so she's, she's dyed, because she dyed her hair the, the red, like that's hiding her at least some. And she's wearing, you know, big sunglasses. So for a little bit, she's kind of got people going but she goes to this auction that's being held to benefit a local auto shop, and they're auctioning off dates with firefighters. Ooh. And um, because she can't resist, she impulsively bets $3,000 on her ex.
2: Oh, so her this ex, ex is the, the fire fireman. Yes.
0: <laughs> and it just goes from there. Fun, fun, yes. fun. Yes. It's an adorable, incredibly fun book. Um as always with her stuff, I read it super quickly and I had the most fun um, reading it. Like I always laugh really hard. She just puts something like super unexpected in there that like mm-hmm. makes you bark out a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just like by yourself <laughs> in your house, be like. <laughs> it was so. Oh, it was hysterical. It was really sweet. Um, I mean, this is her second full-length like, novel, and it is not a sophomore slump in any way. I think it surpasses the first one in the series, so. Awesome. I'm very excited about it. I hope a lot of other people love it because it's kind of the epitome of the romantic comedy. I mean, it sounds like a great book. It is. It's so much fun. Like, it's very lighthearted while still having, like,
2: some good. I really should read them. They sound fun. You should. (laughs) If I ever have time to, like, read for pleasure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right now, it's like you have to read one book a week in order to be current for the podcast, and anything else is just cake.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I like to read, you know, a bunch of books, like short books, so that I have a bunch of books for the podcast, and then I read my cake ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Pillars of the Earth. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like the Pillars of the Earth series. (laughs) God, who was
1: it this week that I saw? Oh, there's a a guy that comes in on Wednesday night. He's a young man. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe 20. Oh, young, young. Between 18 and 20. And he's reading Pillars of the Earth? Yes. He checked Pillars of the Earth out at the library on Wednesday night. He comes in on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. Teenage boys will surprise you. And I'm like, dude. (laughs) What? Really? That's like a 40-hour book right there. And I'm like, why? he got the paperback version. And the words are so tiny that you're going to
2: need a friggin'. I know what book that is. I donated it to yeah. the library. I mean, So God, you're <laughs> you coffee
0: You could murder someone with the paperback of that. At first, I
1: started to say, it "Man, this, seriously, like this? So book. Yeah." And it was he's huge. like a young man, and he doesn't so have he the eyes of a fifty-four-year-old that needs cheaters to <laughs> read the labels on things. So, yeah, I seriously
2: <laughs> took that book to my mom before I donated it, mm-hmm. and she said that. She was intimidated by the size, so she read it like the very last of all the books that I took over to her house. <laughs> and I took her like a tote bag of books. Yeah, but he was super pumped to read it. That's awesome. That's I hope amazing. he reads all of them. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's why I volunteer at the library. I mean, moments like that are just so rewarding.
0: I love the library because the amount of conversations I've had with little old ladies about romance novels is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have
1: conversations with little old ladies about Stephen King, so there you go. That's
0: good, too. Mm -hmm.
1: They usually come in on Wednesday night, you know, because it's church night and Mm -hmm. everybody
0: else is at church. And they're reading Stephen King. That's right. (laughs) Busy doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that was Fire Trucks, Garters, Motherfucker. Today is not my day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Try again. It's the second motherfucker in one podcast, friends.
0: Firetrucks, Garter Belts, and My Perfect Ex by Heather Novak. And that's going to be out on April 22nd. Which is just a few days from now. It's yeah. just a few days from now. That's like Monday. I like that you're like two motherfuckers in one podcast. That's the third. I say it all the time and I really hold back on the podcast. No. That's my swear of choice. <laughs> Man, I that's thought a, I was nasty. That's what I call everything I'm mad at.
1: <laughs> I say that one for really special occasions. No, that's my my husband really hates that one.
0: Oh see, my that's my garden variety Ooh, swear. And he just looks at me like Right now the,
2: the swear word of preference in my office is cunt biscuit. Everything that's is cunt biscuit. Still really good. Entitled Cunt Biscuit. <laughs>
1: Entitled, you entitled cunt biscuit. Oh my God. You entitled cunt biscuit. (laughs) Considering you're a title clerk, that makes it even more fun (laughs) to say.
2: (laughs) But the, the lady in our office that started saying, she saw a video and she got it off of this video off of like YouTube or Facebook. I don't know. Somebody bitching about traffic and she called somebody an entitled cunt biscuit and so now she's been saying it. So now everybody in the office has been saying it.
0: I love it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty I awesome. I love it. She's a terrible
2: influence on you, Bonnie. Oh, and speaking of terrible influences, uh, Tyler corrected my grammar earlier <gasps> today. Oh, my oh. God. I'm such a proud mother. His second mother.
1: Because so I said
2: I said um, driven instead of drove or drove instead of driven or something. Drove instead of driven. Probably. He's like, uh, you mean drove? And I'm like... You've been hanging around Martha too long. <laughs> that makes my poor little pea-picking heart so happy. <laughs> Speaking of pea-picking hearts, what did you read this week?
1: Well, I did pick the peas out of my dinner last night.
2: Uh, well, that doesn't surprise me.
0: That's fine.
2: Yeah. I, I ate out at a fancy restaurant. I there, I would have eaten your peas.
0: I wouldn't have. You'd let Vonnie do that. Yeah. You're a weird symbiotic relationship. Yes, we do have a symbiotic <laughs>
1: relationship.
0: She eats my peas for me.
1: And I eat her tomatoes. <laughs> That's so cute. You're so adorable. <laughs> That's what friends are for, baby. Okay, so this this is the book that gave me the book hangover two weeks ago.
0: Oh, ah, finally! Yeah, okay.
1: um, I didn't have time to. I don't remember what
2: did I do last week. There was some reason I didn't do it last week. The murder book. It. Because there was two weird books or something. Because
0: wow. uh, Vivian's book was weird. Oh, maybe? that's what it was. Yeah. yeah,
2: Vivian had a weird book, and I didn't want to do something.
0: i I've been thinking books. about the plant book, and I don't want to read it, but also I really want to read the plant book because I think I'll hate it. You'll just hate because it. I have a really hard time with science fiction. You'll hate it, honey. Because it's about space. But <laughs> like, but the It's plant. not about
1: space. It's about another planet. But It's, it's about s- colonists on another planet. But you'll hate
2: it, honey. Hey, my person was <laughs> probably fighting the aliens on that colony. He's fighting
0: the plants. He's fighting the plants. If I say this again, I need you to remind me that I won't like it. Okay, you're not gonna gonna like like it. It sounds good for everyone but me and Vani, right?
1: You guys aren't gonna like that. I know. When
2: I listen to reviews like, I'm like, oh, that sounds really freaking cool. Then I have to remember who reviewed it. I was like, wait, yeah, I won't like it. See, and
1: I think that brings up a good point. I I think we should talk about that for a second because. Um, A lot of times on Goodreads, you see things, you see reviews. You see good reviews, you see bad reviews. Mm -hmm. But you have to keep in mind that that reading a book is sort of like, I mean, it's just such a personal thing. Mm
2: -hmm. It's like picking out a bra.
1: Yeah, you just don't know how it's going to fit you until you wear it around for a while. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. Right. So a lot of times I will take somebody's recommendation from Goodreads and then be so pissed off <laughs> that mm-hmm. I hate it. But then I realized, you know what? People aren't going to like what I like and I'm not going to like what they like. Oh, not yeah. every time. Right. So it's hard. And, and because we do this every week, we make suggestions to people. Mm-hmm. But they're not always going to love what we love. No. A lot of people hated the woman in Cabin 10.
2: I loved it. And a lot of people hated "Girl on a Train," and I loved it. See,
1: see so th- those those are just two examples. Mm-hmm.
2: And I just wanted to say that because it's just so
1: common. So oh, you yeah. Recommended a book, and then you're like, Ugh. you're like, I, I really wanted it. to yeah. like it. Because I really like you, but your taste in books is awful. That's you know definitely, what I'm saying.
2: Uh, our relationship because it is. we I love like each other, you, but we do not. But like I'm each not gonna books. read freaking Terry Pratchett.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And I love you, but I'm not gonna read Pillars of the Earth. So. I love
0: you both, but I'm not we're only gonna read
2: Good Omens together, probably, Martha. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You and I I like history stuff. That could happen.
2: But not quite as much as me. And so. you're not gonna like Killing the Rising Sun.
0: Uh no. by Bill O'Reilly. No. No. <laughs> but no. I am super into the badass lady historical books you read.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like me some badass historical fiction, ladies. You liked the one romance. <laughs> I, so like, I actually it. have read a few romances you liked that the I one. liked.
1: So you see, that's one of the, the reasons uh, that yeah, we do one. this podcast the way we do it mm-hmm. is because there are a lot of different suggestions every week. We could never agree on a single book
0: to read every week.
1: We tried it one time, and you we did? We got the goldfinch. We all, we yeah, all liked the
2: goldfinch. That. We all liked. Yeah. Have you read? But it, goldfinch? that's so hard no, to do that not. we finally it had to give Nicole it up. It makes Nicole angry. <laughs> 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 so it just maybe doesn't we won't sound it. like
0: it's my thing. Yeah. Well,
2: it's okay. I'm like. Uh... And that's Maybe. a really long book not to be sure yeah, about it getting is into. Really long, really long.
1: Okay, so I guess I can start again on my really strange book that you will all absolutely hate. So excited to hear about it, Martha. That gave me a book hangover. Ooh. Woo-hoo. All right. It was called Angel Maker by Nick Harkaway. Um, I actually had just finished reading a Nick Harkaway novel that I really had to struggle with. It's it's called Nomon. And it was such a complex book, and it took me me like two weeks to read it. Wow. Holy crap! Oh,
2: that would be oh the equivalent God. of me yeah. taking two months to read a yeah. book.
1: I mean it's it's seriously, but it was so it was good, but I don't think I would ever recommend it to anyone because it was so dense, really dense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was chewy, yeah, more than chewy. Yeah, beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was beef jerky chewy. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, anyway, I had read other books by him, too, and I was feeling in the mood for something that was complex. So I I thought, well, I'm going to try reading this one. So it starts out, the main character's name is Joe Spork. And of course, that brought to mind immediately
2: a spork (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which
1: is I mean what
0: else are, what else can you possibly think of
1: cuz is a combination of a spoon and a fork. Yeah. Usually so given to you So if you don't you want a
2: spoon and you don't want a fork, maybe you should just fork a little. Yeah. Which is usually <laughs> given to you at
1: KFC to eat your
2: food.
0: Or Wendy's. <laughs> or Wendy's, Wendy's has sporks too? Do they? Yes, they and do. I thought it
1: was only KFC that did that.
2: I don't know if I've gotten anything at Wendy's that I use a spoon for. But the whole
1: spork I issue, I don't know. Uh, it really doesn't have anything to do with this character, but it made me laugh right away. Because I have a strange sense of humor. So Joe is our main character. And he runs a shop that his grandfather left to him, which basically uh, is repairing clockwork.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's got a really interesting family dynamic. He was His father was sort of like a master criminal, a master thief. And his mother is alive, but she's now a nun.
0: Interesting. His father's Hmm. dead.
1: And his grandfather's recently deceased. So he basically runs this little shop that has clocks and other sort of antiquated type objects. And he does a lot of repair work and stuff like that. And one day, two men show up to his shop and request to purchase his grandfather's journals And his tools and any other curiosities. And they're willing to pay big bucks Hmm. for all this stuff. Well, he thinks that's a little weird. Considering his grandfather was kind of a, not a very famous guy or anything. He didn't really, and he's got the shop full of stuff and he he thinks it's kind of weird. So those people leave. And then a little while later, here comes this monk looking guy who has a veil over his costume, whatever it is, Hmm. got this costume thingy on. And Joe makes comment about the get up and he says that he is a member of the, the, he's he's a member of some weird Mm -hmm. cultish thing. And uh, Joe asks him about it and Joe didn't know anything about it. But he comes in seeking a book. And he says to Joe, you have this and I want it back. And he's like, dude, I don't do books. You can see what I fix. Mm -hmm. You know, I fix clocks and clockwork. And he goes, it's not yours. It's just odd. There's like two conversations. So he... Finally convinces the guy to leave, and then he immediately calls his buddy,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Billy. His name is Billy Friend.
0: What are the last names in this
1: book? They're all nouns. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) So he calls up Billy and he says, what is the deal with, you know, you got me into some trouble with this. Because his buddy had recently asked him to fix this thing he called a doodah for him. That might be described as a book, but ha- it had mechanical innards, stuff around uh-huh. it. So then when he he'd finished, he finishes the object off and it's so incredible that it just blows his mind as he's fixing it. He's never seen anything like it. It just totally blows him away. And he, instead of just giving it back to Billy and taking his money, he says, I want to meet the person that you fixed this for which he's never done cuz Billy's kind of a he gets things from quote estate sales. Ah. Uh-huh. Basically, he's a he um he's Joe acts sometimes as a fence for him. Yeah. <laughs> he gets stuff. Sounds and...
0: exactly like fence. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, it's kind of there's kind of a weird dynamic going on there and and this is where all of the mystery begins around this object, the duda. is what Joe calls it the doodah, because he doesn't know what to call it. It's Mm -hmm. this weird thing that he fixed. All the doodah day. (laughs) Yeah, sort of like. (laughs) I want to read a section from this because it was just such a.
0: This sounds super interesting.
1: It really is. Here's a little clip from it. This day is the pattern of his life. He is the man who arrives too late, too late for clockwork in its prime, too late to know his grandmother. Too late to be admitted to the secret places, too late to be a gentleman crook, too late to really enjoy his mother's affection before it slid away into a God-ridden gloom, and too late for whatever odd revelation was waiting here. He had to believe that there might at last be a wonder in the world which was intended just for him. This mystery just grabs him by the balls because, I mean, this thing that he's seen is just absolutely amazing to him. So complex. So complex. I think the reason that I liked it so much was because it had all of these elements of comedy, almost of dark, tragic comedy at times, Mm -hmm. but it had the elements of his father, who was a master thief that trained him when he was a little kid. So he's actually, he has all these skills, almost of a super spy.
0: Mm. He knows how
1: to pick locks and he knows how to do all this stuff, but yet he works in a clock shop and he's this big dopey looking guy. (laughs) Um, But the interesting part of the story itself was it was a complex and beautiful and strange story with lots of little interlocking pieces that all were dependent upon each other with all these little gears and the characters. They all fit together somehow in the story. I don't know. It's just the whole urban monks and this weird sect of People and there's a doomsday machine involved, and there are robotic bees. I'm sorry. What? Yes. (laughs) And and they're part of the doomsday machine.
0: Hmm. Are we going to be killed by the robotic bees? Maybe. (sighs) But did they have robots
2: in their blood? Because that was (laughs) mine. Hey, don't knock the nanobots, dude. Nanobots in your blood that would repair missing limbs and then you would just shit them out yeah
1: that's actually a pretty common
2: shitting at a robot
1: that's actually pretty common in sci-fi so yeah i totally get very
0: very little so it'd probably be okay yeah you probably probably be smaller than like a kidney stone someday nanobots (laughs) are going to be very common
1: thank goodness (laughs) someday you'll go to the hospital and then you'll get a shot of
2: nanobots and they'll fix you and they have nanobots in doctor who yeah see I guess they do, don't they? Yeah. And see, there's another one. Why do I like Doctor Who when I don't don't like any of this stuff? I like Doctor
0: Who, too. I don't get it. I only like the new Star Trek because everyone in it is insanely hot.
2: Oh. Well, this book was... Hotness does help. ...weird. It sounds
1: interesting. But it had so many little quirky things and little bits of humor, like there's a dog. One of the main characters is also an old woman who is sort of a a supervillain. I love it. And she has this dog that has like two teeth left in its head and it has two glass eyes. Mm -mm. And every once in a while you'll hear the voice of the dog talking. It's just such, (laughs) I have to say that this book is absolutely fucking delightful.
2: Yay! And it took
1: me like a week to get over it because it was so... Sort of when you see something that beautiful and that complex, it's hard to go back to something plain and boring. And that's kind of how I felt after I finished reading it. When you uh-huh.
2: this had is creme brulee, n- it's hard to go
1: back to Jello. Exactly, creme brulee and Jello is a great way to describe mm-hmm. the difference between this and some plain old boring, you know, plastic cheese sandwich that you eat every single day.
2: You know what I mean? I don't eat plastic cheese sandwiches. I, hate I like real cheese.
0: cheese. I like real cheese. I only like the cheese. plastic cheese Are we talking about craft singles? Of course, yes, that's what they we're talking are about. They're only good for making grilled cheese and that is because no, they, they are melt not really good. Pull. Yeah. No. Yes. The taste has to mean it's something. It's why honey. Velveeta
1: works for only queso. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to talk about cheese right now cuz that's disgusting. <laughs> but my point okay. is That this, I thought this was an awesome book, but I know that not everyone's going to like it. So don't pick this book up thinking, oh, I'm going to try this genre for the very first time with this book because it will kick your ass. Yeah, don't do it. But if you like this kind of thing, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. It was called Angel Maker by Nick Harkaway. Awesome. Hold on, I have to make sure I got that right. (laughs) Yeah, it was Angel Maker.
0: Who's going to say motherfucker now? Motherfucker. (laughs)
1: The
0: structure of Joe Spork is
1: indecision. I love Joe Spork. He was an awesome main character. Cool. Awesome. Wish I had a name that cool, Joe Spork.
2: Joe seems to be a good character name for books. I've read some books and Joe was the main character, and I've always liked Joe.
0: Joe's a cool guy. See, I'm not into... You're not into Joe? Well, here's the thing. So <laughs> Romance novels uh, usually have weird names, not No, Joe. they have normal names. The ones I'm reading have pretty normal names. Um, so my mom's side of the family is pretty Italian, and so oh. we're crawling with Joes. Oh. Joes, Joey's, Joseph's. Gotcha. There are a lot we of them. We have none on,
1: in our family. We, are, we have German ancestry, so. Mm. We, we have we another know. one on
0: the other side, too. There are a lot of Joes. I don't need to read about them. It's kind of like once I read a romance novel as part of a series, and I love this author, but the main character's name was Greg, and that's my dad's name. And I was like, can't read it. Sorry.
2: <laughs> you can't read a romance novel about uh, Greg.
0: Nope. I just didn't <laughs> read it. They <laughs> <laughs> we were like, it's a great one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> can't yeah, read about it's Greg. kind of like
1: picturing your dad while you're looking at a yeah, cute yeah, guy. No. It kind of ruins the no. moment. No. no. Like, like looking at a ballet dancer in those damn tight pants and so pretty oh my
2: god <laughs>
1: that shiny package speaking of
2: thinking thinking there, was shiny towel, package which, yeah, there was one time though when i was married he looked at me and said who's your daddy i'm like oh god no get off me we can't have sex now and i literally made him stop no, no, I, mean, I, just I won't be able
1: to look at dennis the same again i was
2: like what And we're talking I mean he wasn't a talker. Cliche is that he wasn't a talker during sex. It's actually a little enjoyable for a change. And he's like, (laughs) Who's your daddy? And I'm like what? Oh my god. That is like no, I just can't. I can't. (laughs) I'm okay for dirty talk, but don't talk about my father. Good lord. (laughs) Oh my god. So, um, your dad is not something you want to picture when you're reading or doing sexual things. Uh, don't, don't, don't ask me who's your daddy during who's your daddy is something that only goes on a uh, birthday card, maybe, or no, maybe i a paternity test. It,
1: that only happens in pornos. I swear <laughs> that is not a real thing. You should not really say that to a woman. Come on now. I mean, I'm,
2: I'm all for a dirty talk, but. God Who's damn. your
1: daddy? Come on. Don't
2: be talking about men and my relative. That's the last, the last no. thing you want to be picturing. My family tree? Ew. I mean, why do you think I broke up with my cousin? <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go again. This
1: is a real thing. I think we talked about this on the podcast. Did we? Did. we I think did. we did, yes. We Bonnie dated her own cousin. I didn't know he was my cousin. <laughs> broke up with him when I found out. And I think we should go out with some banjo music now. <laughs> Where's your banjo? I don't have one Damn it That would have been a great outro (laughs) And on that note That's going to do it for Three Book Girls Get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook And follow them on Twitter and Instagram If you really love them Share the podcast with a friend
0: Three Book Girls A Steel Trap Production